0: Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast.
1: Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. We are doing this one shot of Cthulhu Dark. I am Ellie playing Bon Bolton.
2: My name is Aaron playing Jason Dalton. And this is Jeremy playing Marsden Phoenix.
3: This is Jeff playing Darius Milson. And I'm Jordan. I'm actually the director for this game. So previously,
0: Darius was trying to convince the cops that he had important information, and they were treating him like he was cray right?
2: The story's pretty crazy.
0: <laughs> and then Marsden Phoenix was at the hospital with Adrian Garner, um, and you had t- talked to your boss, and they were sending people over, if I remember correctly? Yes. yes. Sending yep. a squad car. Yep, and then... Jason and Bond were going over to Bond's apartment above the pizzeria that her family owned because someone was speaking with her bedridden mother.
4: Wasn't the TV repairman was speaking to her? Yep.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. that isn't creepy.
0: Nothing about this game is creepy. I don't know what <laughs> he's talking about. I mean, so why don't we go ahead and go with uh, Dalton and Bond? Bon, bon, yeah,
2: bon, bon Bolton.
0: Bond Bolton. Bon Bolton. Bolton Dalton. Dalton, Dalton, Dalton <laughs> Bolton Dalton. <Bon laughs> Bolton.
3: Bolton
0: Bolton. Bond books.
3: Bob law. <laughs> blah, blah
0: There blah, is, blah, blah, is blah, blah. literally a man named Bob Loblaw. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. And he has a law blog. And he has a
0: law blog. <laughs> Bob <blah>,
4: Blog's law <laughs> blog.
0: And he was actually really instrumental in, in determining that Y2K was not going to happen like everybody was afraid it was going to go. Yep. I didn't. Know. <laughs> yeah, the things you learn from listening to podcasts, folks. This is educational. Uh, anyway, so go ahead and describe to me a little bit about the pizzeria and apartment that you all have.
1: Well, uh, we don't really serve out of our pizzeria anymore. It's uh, closed down. We don't. Chairs are still on top of tables from the end of my father's funeral, which is where we came back to eat was at the pizzeria. So nothing has honestly been touched. Since the funeral about three years ago, the, uh, the apartment's right upstairs uh, over top of the Pretoria. There's two bedrooms, mine and my mom's, and a living room attached to a kitchen with a pantry. And then I
2: saw the light bulb go off and above Jordan's head. Buckle up! So you're
0: a medium, right? Yeah. You see your father regularly working in the kitchen.
1: My nightmares.
0: No, they're not nightmares.
1: Oh, no. Real life?
0: Yeah. You can go down to the restaurant, like, through the back stairway, and you can have, like, hours-long conversations with your father's shade.
1: The uh, paranormal story that I had given before? Do you mm-hmm. do you understand what I was picturing was a, sh- a shaded, dark figure?
0: I mean, a shade is a term for a ghost, so I just meant it as a ghost. So, anyway, that's how it started. That's not how it ends. Your father is not the shade that you originally saw. That happened before your father died. Right. So now you're you see your father's ghost because he died in the kitchen. Doing what? Cooking. He worked himself to death.
1: Vincenzo's is what. Yeah. He worked for and gave us. He wanted a better life
0: for all of us. He didn't realize that he had lung cancer, and he dropped dead while he was stoking the wood fire. (laughs) You gave me your parents and you (laughs) killed him.
1: Well, technically I killed my father. You killed your father. But he's just making a whole mess of it.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, it's not uncommon for you on Saturday mornings when you don't have anything else to do to go downstairs and have long conversations with your father's ghost.
1: Does he show up only when I feel a certain way?
0: Nope. He's pretty much there all the time, just like he was in real life. So, yeah. And your father mostly <clears throat> wants to talk about how to make pizza.
1: The right way. The
0: right way. So, you go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Your mom, does she sit in a, a wheelchair or does she stay in her bed all the time?
1: Uh, no, she has a walker. Okay. She can walk from place to place, but she's just better off staying until I can help her. So, she has a, a recliner that she walks to in the living room. And then she goes back and forth from her bed to the recliner with her walker.
0: Okay. And she has to take medicine on a regular basis. Is that correct?
1: Twice a day. (laughs) You got props.
0: So, honey, there you are. Would you mind getting my medicine for me?
1: Here, Mom. Open wide. Mm hmm. I'm just going to drop him right in. Oh, well. <laughs> On a Saturday George, George
2: night. George just tilted his head back and opened his mouth like a baby bird. We're <laughs> waiting for food.
0: <laughs> Those were my vitamins for the day. Thank you, dear.
1: You're welcome, Mother. Do you need me to cook dinner?
0: No, no, no. Um, But why don't you sit down here? Oh, Mr. Dalton, good to see you again. Hello,
4: Mrs. Bolton.
0: And um, Mr. Ellis is sitting in the chair next to your mother's bedside. And he's sitting rather stiff, ramrod straight back, hands on his knees. He's older gentleman, a little bit of a hooked nose, veiled eyes, and he has this really unfortunate hairdo. He's completely balding on the top, some on the sides, but there's a little fringe right along the front that he's let grow like a good Four inches long, like it would hang right in front of his face, and he takes it and he slicks it right back with Brillo.
1: I gag to myself, and I look at him and I say, "Good afternoon, Mr. Ellis."
0: Hello.
1: Uh, mm, yes, hello.
0: Your mother said that she told you.
1: Yeah, I about
0: I, the opportunity.
1: Well, yeah, you said you ca- you came with some great news about you can help my mom. I I would love to hear all about it. That's right. So. How do you plan to
0: help my mom? I'm just an emissary. You look perturbed. Would you like to know more? I mean, absolutely. Okay, why don't we go ahead and pick up a human die and an insight die. Would you like to help?
4: I mean, is this is there anything immediately obvious when we walk into the room?
0: That's a good question to find out by rolling the dice.
4: Okay, a human die and an insight die? I will let you roll three because it's occupation. occupation. Actually, yeah. Because of, uh, my uh, con man occupation? Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah.
1: That's where it was.
2: And now you just need two more of those. So,
4: six!
1: <gasps> Is that one? Yeah.
2: Well, wow. you got a
0: six. So you're good.
4: Because I helped. And I only yes. got a one on my insight. But depends on what we see here.
1: So, Mr. Ellis?
4: He shakes
0: himself, clears, throat> clears his throat. And you can tell. There's something very mechanical about him.
1: Are you okay, Mr. Ellis? Do you need a glass of need a glass of water?
0: I'm fine, thank you.
1: Are you sure there's anything? I'm fine, thank you. Okay. Let me know if you need anything.
0: He nods. My friends from the Yagatha Society would okay. like to offer your mother a chance of health. Okay. It would involve some travel.
1: I mean anything. Good. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want that glass of water?
4: I brought my own. Hello. Hello. How can I help you? I am just an observer. Oh, really? Yes. But I go over and get my own glass of water.
1: So can you explain this group of yours? How exactly are they going to help my mom?
0: They're from far away.
1: Okay. How far?
0: A great distance.
1: Are we talking across the country? Uh, uh...
0: Yes. We'll go with that.
1: You mean Canada or something?
0: No. It will involve a procedure. Okay. But chances are good.
1: Well, that's great news. W- what kind of a procedure are we talking about here? She has cancer, right? In no. no, that was my father.
2: Okay. She has whatever you want her to have. Quick, make up something for Jordan. No, um, no, uh, no,
1: no, no. Okay. Uh. You know what? Go ahead,
0: Jordan. Oh, she has a disease called multiple system atrophy. Mm-hmm. To describe it, this is a real disease. It is basically if Lou Gehrig's disease and Parkinson's disease got together and had a demon child. Fun. Basically, you lose control of all of your autonomic systems. You, you can't control your, your walking. Um, you stop sweating. When you stand up too quickly, you have blood pressure drop significantly, and you can pass out and have seizures. Most people who pass away from the disease basically lose everything except their mental faculties, and then they basically die from like a complication of some kind of pulmonary illness like pneumonia or bronchitis. And it actually cannot be diagnosed until after death because they have to do a brain autopsy to determine if it actually was this or not. It's a very unknown, very rare condition. Very nasty one, and you said do your worst, and there you go.
1: All right, how are you helping mom? What exactly is this procedure you're talking about? What is something that doctors can't do?
0: We have a presentation that we can show you.
1: Presentation? <sighs>
0: Unfortunately, we can't do it here, but it would be at our laboratory. Well, where's your laboratory? Do you know where the TV antenna is? TV antenna? The broadcasting tower. Oh, yeah. It's by that.
1: <clears throat> one, one second. Dalton, can I speak to you? Of course. Can you follow me to the living room? Yeah.
4: So, I do start walking towards you, and I act like I stumble and dump my glass of water all over Mr. Ellis.
0: Go ahead and make a roll. So what are you trying to accomplish?
4: Mr. Ellis said he did not want water and he was appeared to be very mechanical in motion. So I am just attempting to more or less come in contact with him, spill water on him because he was very adamant about not wanting water. Okay. Human die... And because it's, I'm acting like I'm tripping.
0: It's a con man. It's a a flim flam.
4: Yes. I'm also going to, as I stumble, I'm patting him down. So it's also kind of like, you know, checking him for seeing if he has anything on him. So
0: go ahead and roll an insight die.
4: Because I might see something terrifying. I mean, I don't know. (sighs) another six and i also rolled a higher insight so my insight went up two four what's mr ellis feel like
0: he feels waxy
4: no he's just wet and waxy
0: yeah he smells nasty like fungal and something moves across the skin of his cheek his eyes go black for just a second excuse me what
2: are you doing (laughs)
4: excuse me sir let's go let's go 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 and start running for the door
1: but what about my mom bring her
0: what have you done
4: <laughs> <laughs> what have we done no uh, no no this is
0: pretty much you
4: all right so what is the setup where is where is who that's a good question first
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that was going to be my answer <laughs>
4: listen to beat. that was impressive <laughs> so we were headed towards the door yeah mr ellis was sitting in a chair to the side how heavy is your mom just frail frail or like she might have actually put on some weight
0: because of the steroids control i should have
1: answered quickly
0: <laughs> i gave you a chance
1: okay i've been up in the gym working on my fitness <laughs> Riding
2: right that bike. about far. to dead
1: lift her up like i don't
2: You just carb-loaded, so you should be good (laughs) to (laughs) go.
0: Let's do this! Go ahead and roll a human die. Can you think of any way to work your profession into this?
1: Carry her like a pizza.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That won't work. (laughs) you want to help? Yes, I am helping. Well, good, because you're the one who started all of this. I did.
1: What's your build?
4: I'm 5'9 average build.
2: Come on. Come on, you. So you're me. probably both probably similar size. <laughs>
0: yeah! <laughs> Alright. In fact,
2: Fawn uh, bon will
0: probably be bigger. Go. Five! You got it! <laughs> okay, so you're able to lug your mom up.
1: I'm carrying her bridal, bridal style.
0: Yeah. Mr. Ellis is not pleased with this development. She's promised to us.
1: Mr. Dawn, let's go.
4: I'm running for the door.
0: <laughs> he moves to get in front of it. So. Everybody roll a die.
1: Which
0: die? Just a human. Yeah.
4: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you rolled a six? Yes. Roll your inside die. Four.
4: Same. Okay. Same, same. I'm crazy enough that I can't go much crazier without losing it.
0: <laughs> so you are able to grab her mother, the two of you, and get her through the door. We'll say that... Mr. Ellis comes towards you like in a a very threatening manner like moving very quickly tries to get in front of you but you're able to strong arm him out of the way knock your way past him really fast and now you're running down the stairs. the adrenaline. Can
1: I shout to him close the door behind you? Yeah, sure. Might as well try to blockade him. Yeah.
0: Go ahead and roll another die for that. Mm -hmm. Treat. Okay, so you're able to get the door... Closed, but you're not able to lock Okay. So you hustle your mom down to the, the Beatles.
4: <laughs> oh,
1: boy. This poor woman. She's going on an adventure.
0: She actually... Her blood pressure tanks. She's passed out, and when she passes out, she can't breathe. Go to the
4: hospital again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My mom's not breathing. We, we'll we
4: CPR while we go to the hospital. We'll get her there.
1: CPR!
4: Yes! In the core! Let's go! Let's go! Th- that was the class today! <laughs> 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 Figure it out! It can't be that hard! Just breathe! Uh, breathe uh, into uh, her!
0: stay in Stay in Go ahead and roll me a few. Actually, go ahead and roll me a profession die as well, because this is something that you've been dealing with for a while now. Hey. That's good. One
1: of four.
0: You're good. Um, you're able to mostly keep going Mostly dead. Mostly, mostly <laughs> dead. <laughs> I'm not a witch, I'm your wife! <laughs> Go ahead and roll me one draw, die, because you're not the greatest of drivers. Okay. Uh, you're able to make your way through traffic in an appropriate manner. You're not like the world's most speed demonist of drivers, but you're able to get that.
2: Okay, Mr. Phoenix, Thanks.
0: your people you can trust have left.
2: They left me there.
0: They did. Yeah, they, they left you at the hospital.
3: Okay, it's okay. They'll be right back. <laughs>
0: what was they the cops?
4: Your uh, your your. That's what I was referring. to. Oh, not them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, oh, I was referring to them. I, wasn't. I was re- I thought you were referring to us. Nope. Like, oh, okay. I was to the cops. Dun,
0: dun, dun. <laughs>
4: so. The, uh, an officer
0: has arrived at the scene. You guys have an interaction, uh, I'm assuming, to share the information that you've got so far.
2: Yeah. So I'd give a statement to whoever right. reports. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know the drill, I know exactly what kind of information you're wanting. So it's about off everything. Yeah. Section by section on the report, how it's laid out down the page.
0: You know, they're like, okay, well, since you brought him here, do you mind staying until like the doctors make a determination?
2: Well, I mean, I rushed here in someone else's vehicle. I I actually don't have my vehicle. I mean, are you sure you guys don't want to just take me back to the station? And I can talk to Captain about this. And he said he said the other guy. I mean, was actually there. Yeah, mm. Darius, something.
0: I mean. So the captain is still kind of upset with you. Yeah, I. And the fact that you got involved into something.
2: I didn't get involved. I was called over by a friend. You know, I have to. Have Force has been interviewed by Adrian.
0: I mean, yeah. When you, he's a reporter on the police beat. Right. But you're the guy he has beers. With. None of the rest of us hang out with him outside of work.
2: I mean, occasional. It's not like I'm inviting him over to grill at my house. Well, something, I'm just saying, something screwy is going on in this town, and it started yesterday. And you can ask Mason about it, too, because he's dealing with the same thing that I am. So
0: you're saying that you want to go to the station?
2: I'm just saying I'm not going to do much good anywhere else.
0: Uh, Go ahead and roll me two dice.
2: Human occupation? Yep. Can roll nothing but threes.
0: I rolled a four. No, they're not all threes.
2: Yeah, I was checking. It's Jordan's dice, so I was checking to make sure they're all the numbers were there. <laughs> you just have to
4: make sure. <laughs> Here, not... use these dice at our gaming event that we're gonna have.
0: <laughs> you guys make me sound like I'm some kind of cheater. Yeah.
4: No. Nah. No, most of the time you're not. <laughs>
0: Excuse me sir, you want to get stranded an hour away from home. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Look, if I take you, you know, you got to you got to act like a civilian while you're there.
2: I mean, technically I don't want a badge and a gun anyway. So, all right, fine. And the first thing I did was tell Adrian to call this in. It's not like I did anything.
0: Yeah, but we never got a call.
2: <sighs> Teacher. <laughs> apparently he ended up at the station though so he takes you to the station alright so that should pull out right as the beetle is <laughs> pulling yep, <up>. exactly <laughs> you see the
0: you see the, the orange beetle go by with
2: do I actually see the orange
0: beetle yes with Jason and Bond and a woman that you don't recognize
2: I would the... actually say something then if I see the, the beetle go by and I'd be like oh that's those are the two that's the beetle that's that's who took us there we might want to have them come and give their statements as well, corroborate my story.
0: Looks like someone is doing CPR in the back seat of the car.
2: What? He's gonna say, oh, Phillips, we're gonna need this. We're gonna need this. Okay. We need their statements. All right. So he turns. He sighs.
0: Holds a U-turn around. There's a roundabout by the entrance, and he, yeah. th- he goes around the roundabout and goes back in.
2: All right. Come on, let's go. Hey, give hey, me. He's like, Phillips, you have me in the back. You know the doors don't open from the inside. <laughs> Good
0: point. All right. Here, wait just a minute, then I'll be out. Uh... <laughs> no, he, he opens the door for you. <laughs> I would imagine well, that you're, you're probably going to rush into that emergency room to get help for your mom.
1: Yes.
2: Hey, kid, what's, what's going on?
1: My mom... Uh, I, d- my mom can't breathe, and she, her disease, it's taking over, and I can't, t- I can't. That's your this. mom.
2: Yes, this is. He my immediately mom. goes over to the the beetle, and I guess takes over. Okay, CPR. So you go in, you let them know. My anywhere. mommy, my mommy,
0: my mom, help. You know, you get some help for her. Mm-hmm. They bring a gurney out, pull her out of the back of the car, take her inside. What are you guys doing?
2: I mean, he would go in. Cause imagine that he would continue to give CPR Mm -hmm. unless one of the nurses is gonna take over. He's kind of taking a ride on the the gurney as well. Continuing CPR. Okay. And and the nurse at the desk is probably gonna be like.
0: Did you you just leave? Yeah. (laughs) Do you work here? (laughs) What are you doing? And then I'm sure, Bonnie, you're going back with your your mom to deal with.
1: Right. The nurse took over, right?
4: What are you
0: up to, Mr. Dalton?
2: Actually, I think I'm just going to sit down next to my car. When the nurse takes over, Marsden would go back out to... Okay. And then motion over and say, hey, Phillips, this is the guy. Okay. Yep. I'm the guy. <laughs> what was it? John? Jason? Which one? Yep. I get con- confused. It's Jason. Well, Officer sure Phillips here probably want to get your statement about the events earlier today. I already gave mine.
4: Hmm. My statements. You want my statements? I think that something really fishy's going on around here. Is that the extent of your statement? That's the extent of my statement.
0: <laughs> Do you have anything more that you want to add, sir?
4: Do you have any questions for me, sir?
0: Actually, there are several questions that you could clear up. Um what what just happened? To the lady that you brought here to the hospital, let's start. Let's start with the most recent thing and work our way backwards.
4: She is having an attack of some sort. I know she is very ill, and when we attempted to pick her up and flee her apartment, she began having an attack.
0: Okay, you flee her apartment.
4: Yes. Why would you do that? You would have to. There was someone there. There was something there, and it wanted to take her. What do you mean? I don't know what I mean. I just, just what I said. If I knew what I meant, I might have told you more.
0: Okay, so who wanted to take her? You know a name.
4: And Mister Ellis.
0: Okay, where did he want to take her? Far away. Okay. Did you get any more specific information?
4: No, he wouldn't provide more specific information. Why
0: did he want to take her away?
4: For a procedure.
0: And you said she was sick, right? Yes. Was he, like, representing, like, was he a, a doctor, or was he...
4: No, he's a TV repairman.
0: <laughs> so a TV repairman wants to take a, take a sick woman far away to do a procedure that he wants to what it is.
4: Or where it is. And he was not real.
0: You're going to have to describe that a little bit more eloquently, sir.
4: He was made of wax. <laughs> what? The Don't you
0: just mean that his skin looked waxy?
4: No. I mean, I tripped into him, bumped into him, dumped water on him. He felt waxy, and he spoke in this demonic-sounding voice, asking me what I did as this thing crawled across his face. Like, under his skin.
2: Like, like, under. Gosh, man. Phillips, can I borrow your cell phone?
0: Sure, he hands you his, his cell phone.
2: He's going to try to text his partner again.
0: What do you want to text him?
2: Weird stuff is happening. Is it happening to you? Phillips? No. This is Phoenix.
0: Why aren't you using your phone?
2: I tried to text you earlier. My phone started smoking. We're at the hospital. For the second time today. (laughs) (laughs) No, nothing weird is
0: happening. Just playing Grand Theft Auto. Wanna come over?
2: Kind of need to give a few statements. whatever All right, hand this phone back.
0: Okay. Let's go ahead and go over to the police station. So, Mr. Milson, I read your uh, statement, and um, I, I just wanted to know what this one line meant about um, "we wish to see the nithon in the sky once more." What? <laughs> right here. Uh, like you're you're describing the situation. Um, with the telephones not working properly, and then you you stop in the middle of it, and you write, we wish to see mm-hmm. Niathon in the sky once more. Do you mind if I take a
3: look at that? Sure. He slides the, the paper across to you. And look at it, and it's not my handwriting. Oof.
0: Go ahead and roll me your human die and your profession die.
3: One is the highest and one is the lowest. So you got a six. Six and a one. Cool. Go ahead and roll me your insight dive.
2: Uh, Four. What was your number?
0: Four. 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 Okay. So, one of the really neat things about the area is the cave systems. And sometimes in the cave systems, they come across petroglyphs, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, you'll see, like, graffiti. Yeah. Written in amongst the petroglyphs and everything like that. And you know from your time as a historian here, a historical teacher, Mm -hmm. you've gone on a lot of field trips, taken the kids to the caves. Yep. Just talked about the natural history of this part of Virginia. Yep. That handwriting, we wish to see Nithon in the sky once more. Mm Mm-hmm. You recognize that handwriting from down in the caves.
3: Oh, (laughs) dag. I hand the paper back and say, I don't know how to explain this, but that is not my handwriting Mm -hmm. for that sentence. But I recognize the handwriting because I've seen that sentence somewhere else before. In the caves, the ones 10 miles from here.
0: Oh, um... The ones near the... the broadcasting
3: Yes. Okay. Fair enough. You don't believe me. At all. No, sir. Why would you say that? Because it sounds crazy. Everything sounds like it makes perfect sense to you, sir. I wish to go home. You're more than welcome to. I have given my statement to the fullest of my abilities. Whether you believe me or not is up to you. I know what I saw. Have a good day. You do the same. I'm going to actually go back by Adrian's house to uh, see if I can get my phone back. It's dusk. All right. Are all the phones still there? You have to do a little on-the-ground
0: feeling to find the phones because of the it's, it's a little too dark to see them, but...
3: But I have a flashlight in my car.
1: thought he was going to say a flashlight on his phone.
0: Go ahead and roll me a single die to see if you have a flashlight in your car. Four. Okay, fine. You have a flashlight in your car. You turn on the flashlight. As you sweep it across the yard looking for it, you catch three pairs of boots
3: standing on the porch. Hello? Yes or no. I turn off the flashlight, <laughs> and quickly but quietly get to my car. You hear flopping of
0: boots coming down the stairs and crossing across the gravel walkway.
3: I slam my car door behind me and start the engine and drive away. No you don't. Because the
0: front of the car gets picked up. Oh my oh. goodness. By the with the television for it. Go ahead and roll me one human die, one inside die. Oh
3: my goodness. Oh!
0: Oh, you're fives. Fives. Oh. And
4: you had a four. Uh, oh my
0: Oh my goodness. So that means you now you're at your five. So.
4: You're never going to roll a six. How often do you ever roll sixes? Next whenever, <laughs> I like whenever i don't whenever i don't
2: okay when the insight
0: reaches five you can choose to destroy evidence to take your insight back down
2: he doesn't not have any evidence on him does he no i don't
3: have
0: a. but you could so like another way that you can look at it is you could shoot somebody you can like i don't have he's a, gun. a history
2: teacher
3: he's got a whip <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I want to see how this plays out. It's going to terrify the heck out of me, but I want to see what happens.
0: So your car is being held up by goons with TVs for heads.
3: Multiples?
0: Yep. Two of them. There's oh.
3: a third. It's, remember
0: I said there were three.
3: Yes, you heads. said there were three. Of heads. I start honking my horn as loud as I can and as long as I can. That sounds great.
0: We're going to go ahead and stop the episode right there. Thanks so much for listening to Bone Thrower's Theatre. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theatre. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That means you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at theater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is bonethrowerstheater. You can also look us up on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd
3: Circle Podcast Production.